0: What's up everybody? Welcome back to the One Small Action podcast. I am your host Matthew Freeman and I really appreciate you stopping in. See One Small Action is dedicated to those little things that add up over time that create an extraordinary life and the podcast is dedicated to bringing people on who have taken One Small Action over time and sharing stories and lessons and learnings in life that have led to small actions creating extraordinary things. This is what I found out in my 43 years of life thus far, and this is what I want to share with you. So thank you for popping in. If you get some value out of the show, please share the show. That's the only way it grows. I don't market this show whatsoever. So screenshot it, throw it in Instagram, tag me, tell me what you liked so we can bring more of that content. And without further ado, let's get to today's show.
1: What's up, everybody? I'm back for another uh, car episode. I think it's, like, when I think the best, you know what I mean? When I'm in a car and driving and get, like, the most clarity. I'm sure you have a place where, like, you get the most clarity. Another example of uh, a place that I get clarity is at the beach. You know, I can sit and watch the waves and kind of just gain understanding quite a bit. But the car, for some reason, it just triggers a bunch of thoughts. Like, I could drive and drive and drive and never turn on music or a podcast, and my mind is just open. Call it, like, open flow, if you will. Sometimes I wish they were all recorded. So that's why I started pushing play, actually, to to see if, like, some of my thoughts could be recorded. But there's a difference between, like, exercising thoughts uh, in the background and speaking out your thoughts in the foreground, like I am now. Um, there's a critical difference, I think, in that, you know, because what is unfiltered and real raw and, you know, very... Uh, emotional, becomes like, you know, performed once uh, the record button is hit, you know, and when you're performing, things automatically get changed, you know, because you wonder how the audience is going to receive it. I'm pretty good at not filtering my thoughts. I kind of want to give you guys the real raw stuff, uh, That feels right and well for me. Um, At the same time, like, no one's free from the feeling of, like, potential judgment, you know what I mean? So there is, like, that deep, deep recesses of am I going to get judged for sharing that? And that's something where I think we're all working on. But today's episode actually isn't about any of that. That's just kind of my thoughts before the thoughts. Today I actually wanted to talk about um, what we what we consider a a complete workout or a complete session. You know where, where I'm going with this is. Uh, oftentimes you'll hear, you know, like I am so sore from yesterday's workout, and really it's like a badge of honor. Meaning, like, I'm so sore that it had to be a good workout, had to be a good training session. Uh, it ha- I had to have worked hard because I'm wrecked, you know? Or, I used to hold up my shirt after a training session and you could just see it was drenched and it was like, wow, I went hard because it was drenched. But, soreness is also a sign of poor recovery. Sweat could be a sign of a lot of things. Um, it could just be a product of the fact that it was 110 degrees out. You know what I mean? Sauna-like effects. It could be because you had, you went out drinking the night before and you're sweating out nastiness, you know? Um, sweat nor soreness is an indicator of a of a good training session and, and you'll hear I purposely change the word from like workout to training session because I do think that a workout is a incohesive uh pairing together of different sessions where the, the set goal is to either sweat or feel sore with no direction. And a training session has intention and I've talked about that before. So I'm really big on training sessions. In fact, when I go to 24-Hour and I go into workout and they say, you know, have a good workout, I, I get frustrated because I'm like, no, nah, I'm going to have a good training session. But that's just like a personal pet peeve, I think. Like, they could probably be used interchangeably. If you have intention in your workout, then in, by default, it's a training session. If you lack intention... In a training session that was planned for you, then it might just be a workout you did that day. Ah, that's besides the point. Ultimately, I'm a little tangent on that, but what I really want to talk about is is sweating and soreness isn't a good isn't a good indicator of a well ran training session. It can be an indicator of poor recovery. It can be an indicator that yes, you did indeed. Uh, stimulate the muscles it could be an indicator that you moved in different ways and those new muscles are sore because of it Um, so a lot of things can make you sore and there are a lot of uh, sessions that you may have that are intended to not make you sore because the goal is to be able to come back and move again so if you're still sore you can have a hard time sitting on the toilet then your movement the following day may be compromised and ultimately, that's not creating um, a set environment for adaptation and change. So, I want you guys to consider that. Now, I'm going to move from training and for a sesh, for a second. There's a recovery modality called ART, Active Release Technique. And, uh, I've gotten this work done on me a lot from a different, different practitioners. And sometimes, uh, it's a little painful. And at other times, it wasn't painful at all. And those practitioners would, would say to me like, it doesn't have to hurt to be effective. We're trying to change the tissue. And it's changing. And you don't have to experience pain for that. For me as an athlete, I would be like, ah, but I kind of like when it hurts because when you do the work and it hurts, I feel like something is happening. So the eureka moment for me yesterday when I was thinking about it, I was like, man, I like my ART work to work, but the practitioners have told me it doesn't have to hurt to work, the same way I tell my clients that being sore or being super sweaty isn't a good indicator for uh, the validity of of a workout. So let's step back for a moment and overlay that on life, where pain Is generally a, a wake up call or pain is, it's hard to ignore. So when we experience pain, we know something's happening. When we don't experience pain, we have less of a, less of an ability to know something's happening. When we cry, we realize There is an emotion there and we feel it to our core. When there is an absence of tear or smile, it can feel void as though nothing is occurring. But something's always occurring and we know this. We don't, while pain creates change in life, a lot of times you go through a divorce. And because of that, you literally have to change your life. You take a look at yourself. You decide to take care of yourself. You know, a lot of things can occur, right? It doesn't have to be painful for change to occur or for whatever you're doing to be effective. Like, work doesn't have to be painful for work to be effective, Relationships don't have to be painful to have an effective relationship. We don't have to create the toxicity as an indicator that something's happening. We can just understand that something's happening, which requires, like, uh, you know, whatever, trust, faith, hope, science, whatever you, you mark down. For us as coaches, it's really easy to be like, I know that was an effective workout for you because I was watching your movement and I was watching the quality improve and ultimately my goal is to get you to be able to come back and do more tomorrow and the following day and the following day. So the last thing I want is for you to feel so sore you don't want to come back, yet it can get to the point where a client will come in and say, I wasn't sore at all. Meaning, like, are you working me hard enough? So it's a constant thing that we're juggling all the time in the training world. Now I understand that ART practitioners are juggling it. And I further extrapolated that, like, this is very congruent with life as a whole. Pain as an indicator that something's happening. And we become so accustomed to it. Like, like I go snowboarding all day, and it's like, oh, I'm so sore from snowboarding. It's just because I work different muscles, but, like, I actually like when I go snowboarding all day and I'm not sore. And I'm like, I actually feel really good uh, the next day. Because that's an indicator that my training leading up to snowboarding season has paid off for from, from my goals, which is to be generally healthy and well and capable of doing whatever I want when I want to do it, and being athletic enough to to hold, hold steady. So, really what today was about is coming on here and saying a few things. Pain is not a good indicator of a good training session. Sweat is not a good indicator of a good training session. And while... Soreness and sweat can indicate that you worked hard. It's not the sole indicator of whether or not you worked hard or whether it was effective. When you get work done, massage, active release technique, acupuncture, pain is not a good indicator of whether or not that technique worked in moments. When the needle goes in you, there could be a moment of pain, but that's not the indicator of whether or not acupuncture was effective. In life, while pain is a good indicator that something is occurring, we don't necessarily need pain to know something is occurring. So I would challenge everybody, including myself, to challenge the notion that something isn't occurring if pain isn't present. Myself in active release technique, that's one area I'm just like I, I kinda want it to hurt, but like ultimately the practitioner doesn't want it to hurt. So like why wouldn't the practitioner want it to hurt? Because they realize it's more effective when there is no pain. And the goal is to get me out of pain. So to get me out of pain it shouldn't have to put me in pain, right? To A lot of clients come to us for training to get out of pain. I don't want to create pain to get people out of pain, even though it's a different level of pain. So, again, you know, if you were to go to therapy, there can be some painful moments in therapy. But the goal of a therapist is to help get you out of emotional turmoil, not put you in more emotional turmoil. So I think, like, we leave a therapy session maybe and, and say, oh, God, that was a rough one. Like, maybe I'm progressing. But I would challenge the idea that you leave a, a, a therapy session and say, like, oh, you know, like, I don't think much happened. Maybe we didn't get to a lot today. but a lot was actually happening, you know. And I, I found that to be the case. Sometimes I'm like, yeah, this is a particularly particularly uh, light session. That turned out to be great. Some of the painful sessions is like, because I'm so in pain, I'm blinded by actually what's what's really occurring. So in life, let, let's not let pain be the only indicator of progress. I don't think it's a good indicator of progress. I think that uh, it's an indicator, and sometimes there's progress that follows. But I think that we have to say pain is an indicator of progress and progress can happen without pain and begin to separate those two so that it it doesn't become our only metric for change or growth. I'm gonna use growth because that was my last example of the rose bush, but Let's not let pain be the only indicator of growth. Let's start to realize that growth can occur without pain. Hope you guys have a great day.
0: All right, everybody. That concludes another show on the One Small Action Podcast. Again, I am your host, Matthew Freeman, and I really appreciate you having giving me your most valuable commodity, and that is your time. If you did enjoy the show, I'm just going to remind you one more time. The way that you can help me out is to share the show. Let others know about what you liked. Let me know about what you liked. Or you can head over to Apple iTunes and give me a review. A five-star review helps the show get seen. In 2022, my goal is to show up a little bit more often for you and provide a little bit more of that content that you've grown to love. So thank you again for joining in and until next time, have a wonderful day. And remember, take one small action at a time and it will lead to extraordinary things.